Choose your fighter. Hi, I'm Perry. And I'm Janelle. And this is Too Pretty to Be Gay, the fucking podcast. Happy Monday, everybody. And welcome to Too Pretty to Be Gay, the fucking podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Perry. And I'm Janelle. And this is a Mother's Day Mothering Gays episode. That was that was sick. I like sick that. Sick with it. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, no, not like that. Not like that. <laughs> no, I know, like, sick with, like, that was dope. Yeah, that was dope. But I was just bringing, like, a dead humor to it. Oh, I was like, about to say that was... That was sick. <laughs> <laughs> but um, before we get into all that good shit on mothering gays, we're going to go ahead and pull our question of the week. Big fact. So I'm going to do it this time since I had no part in it the last episode, which y'all can catch I know. Not right now. Not after right this now. one, just go back to the. After this, go, know, back, to go back to that. Not now. Yeah, after yeah. this, so I'm about to pull it. Like, shake it up. I'm gonna shake it up real good because you know I have a terrible track record <laughs> of like literally like pulling good questions. So yeah, hopefully by the grace of thy fingers, this be a good question. We're getting low on our questions, and we're done begging y'all to send us questions. Facts. Like, we just gonna start making up some. All right, let's see what we got here. This feel like some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think I got a good one. You got a good one? <laughs> <laughs> Finally. All right. Okay. Drop uh, Team J Nell if y'all think this is a good one. All right. All right, here we go. I'm going to give y'all some seconds. And, and ooh, okay, my bad. It's a, <laughs> I'm just too excited about it. It says, what personality trait has gotten you in the most trouble Ooh, that Ooh, is a good one you go yeah. first wow because <laughs> and we're talking about just so we're clear we're talking about like in trouble in relationships in anything really in general in okay. general um okay shit that's a thought that's a thought right there i would have to say what has gotten me in trouble damn i guess my 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 sometimes don't give a fuck attitude has gotten me in trouble. I would have to say that because I'm just thinking about relationships. That's the easiest thing to go go to, right? Is relationships, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, my I don't give a shit attitude has gotten me in trouble in my relationships. And when I mean like in trouble, you get the the yelling and the all that great shit or whatever. Um, because you know sometimes you just can't give a fuck. I guess, and that's just what it is. I care a lot in this relationship, though. God, I just be carry, carry. But previous relationships, when I say I do not care, it literally means I do not give a shit. She said she be carry, carry. <laughs> nah, brother. But uh, you know, if I if I say I don't give a fuck, I just don't give a fuck, and it would really show. And that has gotten me into some situations in my relationship. In your previous relationship. Previous relationship. Okay. No, not not this one. Okay. Yeah, I said I was. Carry, carry. Okay. How do they do that? Yeah, they're like, okay. Okay, Um, I got it. My turn. What personality trait has gotten me into the most trouble? And I'm going to go ahead and say as well in previous relationships, because I feel like my current partner, she is very secure within our relationship. Mm, So is it flirting? 
How you know I was going to say that? Because, no, because, not, oh, that has gotten me in Wait, but not trouble. flirty. I am not a, Ooh. see, this, the thing is, I'm not a flirtatious person, but I am a friendly, friendly person. person. Yeah, and then on top that of that, I am not a social person, but I am friendly. Like, I'm one of the don't speak unless spoken to. And mm. then when, I, when I'm spoken to and I speak, it's just like, oh my gosh, you're talking to me? Let's talk. You know yeah. what I mean? And I do a lot of smiling when I talk. Like, I'm like, uh, just so in previous relationships um my friendliness being mistaken for flirtatiousness has gotten um i guess me in our relationship in a lot of trouble but not my current relationship because my boot is very secure yeah it's a difference as you get older you start to grow and you get with mature more mature Mm -hmm. people then you know it's it's a different understanding but i have to agree with that too i think that is one of my worst traits ever back in the day when i was young i'm not a kid anymore but some days I sit and wish I was a kid again. No, real life, sometimes I really do that because being a dope is fun and all, but them bills, bills, bills is, is ridiculous. But yeah, so that I would have to agree with that one. That was good. That was good? Yeah, that what, was my good answer? One. Yeah, your answer, yeah, because that, that hit home for me. I just recall a couple, but we ain't going to get into that because I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and and it, you're not giving a fuck goes back, back to, to uh, <laughs> I don't give a fuck uh, characteristic. Yeah, 360 yeah, went in there. That was funny. All right. Well, let us. Team J now, I did pull a good one. She pulled a good one. Thank you. Fucking finally. Oh, that was rude. No, like in a good way. But you don't give a fuck. I don't. (laughs) Because it is what it is. I'll just put my hand back in the jar and pull again. (laughs) All right, let's move right along. Where are we going to? We're going to move right along to our game of the week. Now, I don't know if I haven't said this in a long time, but I am super excited about this game of the week. The fuck you said every episode. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it just it's just been like what six days or something like that it's not like we haven't recorded in a long time no we recorded reason. we 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 stay we recorded yeah no I'm, I'm saying it just feels like it like uh, i guess like all this shit because i went outside i went outside she went you've been outside yeah i went outside Ooh. outside is opening up you gotta get out there but i went outside safely though but i went outside and i was just like the fuck i got drunk okay that's a whole story for a different thing oh that'll be a good episode of like now that the world is opening back up like what is it that you've been doing oh, okay and we've been club hopping you guys been club hopping no nah, we went on oh, a boat oh, I oh, saw, like, that yeah. was awesome that was awesome we looking to do another okay, one let's, so. maybe if we have time maybe oh maybe we could just do another episode of our first time outside well i'll be outside all the time though <laughs> um, why haven't okay and me and sabrina went outside for the first time we went to like this uh we could play okay anyway anyways moving <laughs> along we gotta get into these episodes because anyway. we trying to cut these bitches from one hour to about 45 minutes so all right when y'all see us lagging just hit us in the comment box like look stay focused stay focused, stay focused. <laughs> all right well we're gonna focus our way back to my excitement of this week's gay of the week yeah oh. now i had no idea this person was gay, okay? And this week's Gay of the Week is Gloria Carter. Who's Gloria Carter, you may ask? Hmm. Ask me, ask me. Oh, you want, who's Gloria Carter? Oh, just only no other, no, <laughs> just only no one other than Jay-Z's mother. Chicka, 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 chicka. Jay-Z's mother. <laughs> now, I don't know if you guys are just as shocked as sorry, I am. Sorry, not sorry. But I am totally fucking shocked that Jay-Z's mother is 
freaking gay. Yeah. Now, she is a philanthropist. Mm-hmm. What's that, you may ask? Mm. Well, you know, she just uses her money to give back to those that are in need, Um, to put that she got million. She money. Without billion. She got money. <laughs> <laughs> she uses her money to give back to those that are in need by putting them, setting them up in better positions to succeed. Also, um, as well to succeed education through education as well. Oh, that's smart, right? Yeah, because it's a script. It's a part in the scripture or whatever a saying that mm-hmm. basically says you can give a person a fish and he'll eat for the day, mm. but if you teach them how to fish, he'll eat for a lifetime. Oh, damn. Deep shit, bro. Deep Deep shit. shit. Well, um, Gloria Carter and Jay-Z, Sean Carter, Mm -hmm. uh, founded the Sean Carter Foundation, which is a charity to help people facing social economic hardship to also, like I said, um, also help them further their education through um, different institutions. Uh, Now, when did she come out? Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) Well, in 2013, it was rumored that she was dating the executive director. Did I, is it, was it the executive director? Yeah. Yes, the yeah. executive director who is um, Dinah Diaz. I really hope I pronounced Dinah right, but I think it was Dinah Diaz. And um, she's the director of the charity of Sean Carter's foundation. Was she all, well, did they meet? Through the okay. foundation. Through the yeah, foundation. and then they, okay. they started dating. So the rumor oh. ended up being... Uh, True. Um, I don't know if they're still dating. I didn't get fall too deep into that rabbit hole. Yeah. But that is how her sexuality came to play. Okay. Crazy, right? Came but, out to play. Well, came out to play. Okay. Came out to play. And in 2017, on Jay-Z's album, 444, he dedicated a song to his mother. And that's where I heard it. That's 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 where I heard that she was... Gay? Yeah, that she was gay. Oh. Yeah. So I had like a little small idea of it. Didn't really pay much attention to mm-hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? Dig deeper and all that. But that's where I first heard it. Oh, okay. the song. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and read the lyrics of the song. Uh, Literally read the lyrics of the song because I do not know the You got to do it in a rap voice. No, because I no, don't know the beat it of it. You just got to read it like you rapping it. It is um on the song Smile on that album 444. The song is called Smile and it's to his mother. The song says, Mama had four kids, but she's a lesbian. Like he came straight the fuck forward. Like she had four kids, but she a lesbian. Mm. Had to pretend so long she's a thespian. Had to hide in the closet so she medicate. Society shamed and the pain was too much to take. Mm. Cried tears of joy when you fell in love. Mm. Don't matter to me if it's a him or her. I just want to see you smile through all the hurt. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yep. And it wasn't mama rap. It wasn't about shaking her ass. What about none of that? That was deep. It Jay-Z, was Jay-Z's about, a true lyricist. It was literally. He's sorry, not sorry. <laughs> it was literally about a son supporting his mother and her um, sexuality. Like normally we're, we're, we all, like even on this podcast, we're just like, oh, support the child, support the child, yeah. love the child, yeah. love your queer child, blah, blah, blah. But we need to do an episode on the roles being reversed because there are a lot of adults, a lot of parents who are coming out 
now yeah. like who has had who has had several kids who has been married been divorced been married again been divorced again yeah. and now they're 40 something years old and they're just like holy shit i am gay. gay yeah you know and i and i think really that stems from not accepting the child to begin with what do you mean meaning that a person that's pr- practically has been accepted oh, for who so they are at a younger age okay. yeah at a younger age is more inclined to be who he or she is growing up mm-hmm. but if a person basically sees in their household that their mother father uncle cousin whatever is being uh, is shaming that type of um you know environment mm-hmm. and this is the person that they're feeling like so say for instance like you know what I'm saying? We, we came from a different household. But say, yeah. for instance, in the household, right, we had to say, like, we had a gay cousin, right? And all we heard was our mom say, oh, such and such is gay, and that's blasphemy, and this, this, and sad, and or whatever the case may be. Then we're going to be more inclined to hold in to our true selves as we continue to grow up. So now we're doing everything that that is against what we want to do. You know what I'm saying? Now we're getting married. We're having kids with dudes. We're doing this and that because we heard our mother basically say something about our gay cousin. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And then finally, when all that shit is said and done and we didn't go out in the balls and say, you know what? My kids are older. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really like this nigga. Me and this nigga already had a conversation. Like, I am gay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, everything. We're going to get a divorce, et cetera. Now, at 45, I'm finally being myself. Yeah. So, that's why I said it kind of is like a circle. It kind of goes back to her. Yeah, cycle. Back to her probably not being accepted for who she was at an early age. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, like you said uh, about the whole getting married and stuff, uh, Gloria Carter was actually married to, I, you know, I don't know if they're married. Do not quote me on that. But she was with, I was going to say Sean Carter. <laughs> she was with Jay-Z's father up until Jay-Z was about 11 to 12 years old. Oh. And then um, he kind of just disappeared. Now, I just really want to give the backstory on his disappearance because I kind of felt like when I was doing the research, I kind of felt like, damn, like he just like upped and left like another deadbeat. Yeah. But it's kind of interesting why and how he disappeared. So, um jay-z's father brother got killed okay and i guess jay-z's father was about that street life Hmm. so he was like out for vengeance like to find who Who killed killed his brother brother. oh wow and um jay-z even said in an interview with oprah that his dad would get phone calls like oh i think i think this nigga's on the block like i think i saw him or i think this is the guy or whatever and jay-z's dad used to just get up and and, just go and dip to just go try to find vengeance for his brother it was his baby brother at that oh wow and him trying to find vengeance through um for his his baby brother ended up steering him to like alcoholism and like Mm. drug abuse because he became obsessed with it yeah because he became obsessed with it and then one day he just um gloria was just like look we're your family like this is this is what you have right now like this Mm. is what you have what is gonna be and he kind of just was already sucked into alcoholism and drug abuse and Mm. just that whole lifestyle so that kind of sucked but well not sucked but that is devastating um but as jay-z got got older his mom uh, encouraged him to, you know, you you don't want to leave this earth having that heaviness on your heart, like yeah. you've been in that relationship with your father. So it in their in Gloria's sense, it wasn't like you know they she just one day found out she was gay and she up and left her mm-hmm. husband. Mm-hmm. But all those things came into play, and I don't know if she was dating after him or anything um, like that. But in two thousand thirteen, she publicly came out. Um, 
as uh, gay, which it wasn't her choice because the rumor got started that she was dating the executive director. Mm, so she just owned up to the shit. Yeah, like, she fuck just... it, y'all gonna stop talking shit. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what the fuck it is. Right, probably that. Is... Boom, so Ex- I can go to sleep at night. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But um, in 2003, he ended up re-meeting his father and they oh, kind of, I don't know if they have a relationship now, but they probably kind of like, you know, talked about it. Okay. But um, that is Gloria Carter and I am just so proud of her. Gloria, girl, I'm proud of you for living your truth, um, even if you didn't start to live it. Or maybe you didn't even just realize it. Like, this whole time you probably did. It didn't even dawn on you yeah. that, you know, you might be this gay person. Yeah. But um, we're proud of you here at Too Pretty To Be Gay for living your truth and stepping into mm-hmm. your truth. And Jay-Z, you fucking rock for being your mother's support system. Facts. Like, that is freaking beautiful. Yeah, facts. Right? Well, and <laughs> that concludes our gay of the week. Of We're going to have um, their nonprofit in the description box below. Maybe if she has an Instagram, we'll go ahead and add that below as well. Mm-hmm. But y'all know how to find Gloria Carter. Y'all yeah, know how to find yeah. Jay-Z. She probably got a check mark on Instagram. I know she does. You know what I was thinking? When I found out that Verified, huh? when I found out that Gloria was gay, I was just like, "Is that why the Beehive fucks with B so much?" In a sense, like you know, like the gay men from the Beehive. No, I don't know. Oh. No. Well, I know they fuck with her for her artistry. Of yeah, course. she's just a dope artist. I think that's probably why. Oh, just, well, we ain't gonna talk about B too much because I don't want like that type of beef with y'all. But um, that brings us all that to say is um, that brings us to our topic of the week, which is. Mother's Day and mothering gay. Yes, it's a beautiful thing to mother a gay. Even hey, though hey, hey. Mother's Day was yesterday, we're still bringing you guys this episode. Yeah, because it's important to us as well, since our mother is mothering gays. <laughs> but <laughs> all right, so we got before we get like super, super, super deep into the conversation around our upbringing, our mother, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We're just gonna give you a little bit of detail on gender identity um, and how like the developing stages are when you can, as a parent can recognize, um, well, kind of like pay attention to your child as well as your child understanding who they're becoming into, whether it's male or female. So basically at the age of two um, children, what is it, toddlers? Two years old, yeah, toddlers. Toddlers, in the terrible two stages. I just really just dawned on me. Those are terrible two stages, right? So, you know, they doing some all fuck shit, right? They going into drawers. They putting their mouth on every fucking thing. They playing in makeup. They looking inside their pants. Man, playing in makeup, drawing (laughs) shit all on your fucking, yeah, everything, all right? So, basically, at this terrible two stage, they begin to have a consciousness of the physical differences between boy and girl. So, that basically means that they're starting to figure out, like, hey, I got a vagina, um if they have brothers you got a penis not really naming them like that but they're basically starting to have a consciousness of you know the awareness of okay my body look may look different than yours Mm -hmm. right our daddy's body looks different than mommy's body because you know at that age you're pretty much either showering with your parents or your parents are freely just saying fuck it we're just gonna walk you know what i'm saying like that that age too you're also um being more fluent with your words yeah kind of talking a little bit more yeah understanding things a little bit more you're identifying Oh, okay, that object is a table. Okay, that is that like your form. Yeah, and, and that and I should touch because it is a red button. And mommy said, "Don't touch it," so I will. <laughs> what she said. <laughs> All right, so that's the terrible two stages. 
along with the terrible two comes three, right? So you have terrible two being basically having the consciousness, but at the same time, when you're two years old, you also, well, two to three years old, you can also start to easily like, kind of like label yourself as a boy and a girl. You know what I mean? So it's basically saying, I'm a boy, you're a girl, daddy's a, a boy, mommy's a girl type of type of thing or whatever. And at that time too, though, your parents are starting to teach you that, hey, mommy's a girl, daddy's a boy, you're a girl or you're a boy. You know what I mean? So your, your parents are starting to like, you know, say that mm-hmm. more and more frequently, yeah. right? Out of the gaga google stages so then after that you have age four all right so we're getting around uh your first birthday huge birthday party even though people do that at a one years old but that's a topic of itself but yeah so at age four um you basically are starting to stabilize your gender identity so you're pretty much knowing for a fact that you are a boy or you are a girl now with or the, you are yeah confused. that's what i'm about to say okay so with the lbg plus community um around that age we are starting to identify ourselves as maybe not a boy maybe not a girl you know what i mean because at that time you're basically like trying to figure out like well i don't feel like a boy i don't feel like a girl either so what am i you know what i mean then Mm. then you're questioning yourself um but as important as all this information is in 2010, they actually did kind of like a study to figure out when people pretty much came out, right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Came out of the closet. That's what the terminology is or whatever came out of the closet to really say that I am gay. Now you didn't already kind of like figured yourself out between the ages of two and four, maybe a little later, if you're like five and six, which we'll talk about our personal experiences on when we actually kind of like, well, we knew we were girls, but when we actually (laughs) came out, but it said basically people that are over the age of 60 um, on average, they came out around 37 years old, which is late as fuck for me personally. But given the time, I was just going to say that. Yeah. Given (sighs) the time, um, Meaning like the historical yeah, time period and stuff like that, the acceptance the rate, the, the non-acceptance of it. Um, hey. And not even I wouldn't that's even, cool. the acceptance rate and also just the understanding of it. I feel like um it took a long time for the world to accept the LGBT community, yeah. but it also took a long time for the world to understand the LGBT community. Yeah. Because it wasn't until last year that um gender identity even came into play it yeah. wasn't until last year that pronouns came into play so yeah. it's just like even although the world is still accepting the lgbt community more so the world is still trying to understand the lgbt community and the people in you the community is also trying to understand because i'd be confused as fuck because you can't accept what you don't understand does that make sense? Generally. Okay. Generally. Okay, yeah, because yeah, yeah, sometimes like, you just be like, yeah, okay. And then, no, but yeah, but and truly be authentically, thinking, yeah, authentically, yeah, yeah. you cannot accept what you don't understand. Yeah. Like you want me to accept what I don't understand and explain it to me. Yeah. But for the longest, the LGBT community has been trying to explain who the fuck explain the fact that they're non-binary to themselves. Ex- explain this. I mean, understand the fact that they're asexual, yeah, demisexual, pansexual, and it's just like I just heard of all these fucking terms. What last year? Yeah, like, during this podcast, I didn't asexual hold you. was. Well, I knew what asexual was. I feel like because I seen it like on Instagram, people mm. were all trying to like. I ain't gonna say pretend to be asexual, but out of nowhere, fucking everybody was all of a sudden because asexual. they because they found the word for it. They probably was always always like that. But if you don't have a word for it, then it's like okay, the fuck am I? 
You know what I'm saying? You're at that questioning stage. You're like, I'm questioning. But then when you finally be able to label something, and a lot of people don't even like labels. But no, but wait, it's asexual. Just refresh me. Asexual is Dude. where they do not um, more so identify with like sexual attractions. Mm-hmm, I think yeah, so. Yeah, it's more so like a, an emotional um, connection. Yeah, without okay. having sex. Yeah, see, the people who was all on my timeline identifying as asexual, them motherfucking straightest motherfucking all outdoors. And I feel like they just found the word asexual and all of a sudden that and asexual. found it pretty found, found it yeah it. interesting found it oh intrigued oh i'm gonna i'm asexual huh. but that's more power to there. y'all if y'all are that's that's cool with me yeah i just like to talk shit <laughs> you can tell that by some of the episodes though but she's 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 doing it wholeheartedly. i'm authentic okay and she's doing it wholeheartedly and she means every fucking word i'm just letting y'all know no it's like but all right so then on the ages of at well around age well surveying people that are around the age 30 on average they basically found out that those people came out around when they were about 21 years old Mm -hmm. and then people between the ages of 18 and 24 pretty much came out around you know 17 years old now for myself i can particularly say that i knew i was a girl and again if you watch the previous episodes the only way that i could understand me liking women is for me to be a boy okay and this was back in the sixth grade and I was about 11, 10, 11 years old or something like that. And I basically said that I wanted to be a boy because I liked girls. Now, that's when the light switch came on to say that I am a lesbian. Like the words, like not the lesbian came out, but the words that I like girls came out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I probably always liked the females prior prior before then. Um, like I said, we did a whole bunch of shit. Uh, Check out our first episode. Yeah, yeah, when we were younger. So it was like... It was like, and it wasn't just a phase either. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah. But it was funny because I follow a lot of people. It, why? Because I say a lot of people. I follow two, I think two girls, well, women, now women that uh, I experiment with my sexuality at a young age. Mm-hmm. And I just be thinking like, do they remember? Like, do they? Did like, I, it's like yeah. an unspoken thing or something. Like, I think it's unspoken because if you look at probably some of those people's lifestyles, uh-huh. it was, it for them may have not been as serious as it was for you. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because their lifestyles now may be particularly different. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're strong wholeheartedly in that lifestyle. No, I would never bring it up to them. Like, no, no, it's no, just no. Like I'm a... just saying, no, no. I'm just saying in general. Like, because I, you know, people experiment all the time. And it's just like, okay, we did that. Yeah. We will never speak of it again. It is over. And then it just goes, over, you know, goes out, <laughs> goes out the window. Like, you just know for a fact, like, that was some fuck shit. And we just yeah. not going to do it Yeah, no we just. Yeah. We We're gonna not even going to bring it up. Matter of fact, yeah. we. we we don't exist in that same time frame as each other type shit. Basically. Yeah. So um, for you, how, like, when did you kind of like solidify the fact that you were gay? Okay. Um, solidify like, nope, this is it. Um, no, no returning. Um, yeah. Okay. Because mm, you said six. So you solidify. I was in the sixth grade. You was in sixth grade when you solidify like. That I am gay. Like, I like females. How were you in sixth grade? 11. 10, 11. Hmm. Okay. You know, my birthday is kind of late. So, yeah. Okay. No, because I was thinking about like, because after the sixth grade, you went on a date with a guy. So that's not you solidifying. No, 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 no. Let me tell you, I solidified within myself that I was fucking gay. Now, in the world, I did not solidify with, my, with, with the world that I was actually gay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, no. okay, let me explain. So, me, little old me in the sixth grade, said, Jay, you like girls. However, 
we grew up in a complex, right? So Jay said, in order to not feel weird, right? Or look fucking weird to everybody else, to all the girls and all the guys around, right? We're going to do and mimic whatever all these girls is doing. So that's what I did. But the girls was doing us. Not, uh, <laughs> not every girl. <laughs> not every girl was doing us. Like, not everyone, but... If they were doing us, we they were doing it in secret, and then we'll just go out there and just pretend, I but guess. But maybe we, it wasn't together. It wasn't a together thing. No, 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 it wasn't a togetherness. It was kind of like, you had the big sister, I had the little sister. <laughs> go away. <laughs> and I'm not just talking about th- that particular group of people. Go away. Go away. <laughs> I'm done. Okay. Oh, Let me okay, so solidify. Death. Okay. So basically, what it is is that it was one of these little situations that we were talking about in regards to people not being acceptance of it. Okay. Completely, no, you're accepting you're yourself completely mm-hmm. for who you are within yourself, but to other people, yeah. you haven't said this is what I am. Okay. So I just copied everybody else. If it was dating guys, I was dating guys. If they was, I wasn't doing no no uh, shit like jumping off bridges. If they jump off a bridge, would you jump off a bridge? No, I wouldn't do that. Okay. But it was just like basically I mimicked everything that everybody else did. Okay. Yeah. Um. So when did I solidify for yourself? We're gonna for my with like yourself. within myself, yeah. like within my like my internal like my internal battle was over. Yeah. When did I solidify within myself? Damn, that's deep. You want to save it for another episode and just. That would be good. Deep, no, deep, I'ma just yeah. I'ma just give a, a little time frame. But I'ma literally give a time frame and I'm not about to give no backstories or nothing. I'm about to just leave y'all on a motherfucking cliffhanger. Okay. Just be like 12. Boom. Next. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it wasn't even 12. When did I solidify? I would say I solidified within myself that I am gay. I would say. I want to say maybe like 10th grade, hmm. maybe like, yeah, like maybe like 10th grade. Okay. Yeah. Like I would say like 10th so grade. So that's around that eight. Well, 10th grade is what? 16. 15. Yeah. Cause you're 14 in the ninth grade. 15. Yeah. About 15. Yeah. 15, 16. 16 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you're about 15. So you're around that age group that they were saying when you're people that were in eight, 18 and 24 finally solidifying basically coming out mm-hmm. was when they were in their 17 yeah i would have grades. to say like range range, range. Mm, about 10th grade about 10th grade is when i because then that's when I, grade, I had a whole female that's when mm-hmm. i really started to like look at my friends as potential fuck buddies no i, oh, I wasn't okay. even thinking about fucking them like <gasps> i just looked at them like I really have a crush on this person. Like, Ah. I really like this girl. I knew. I knew. Cool. I knew. I knew. (laughs) It is what it is. Let us know when you decided to basically be your true self or really kind of like, you know, say that I am and then whatever it is that you are. I am whatever you say I am. So just let us know. If you wasn't, then why would I say I am? In the news, the paper every day I am. I don't know, man. That's just the way I am. But anyways, we're going to move right along into the next part of this segment. That was tight. I said segment. No, I'm just You've like, never used that word I before. I think I have once, um, but I don't recall. That is that flatline period in my life. Anyways, all right. moving right along, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to tone it down just a little bit. We're going to dive, dive deeper into our discussion. No, no, we're not. But anyways, 
Go ahead. Fill us in. What are we doing next? <laughs> I thought this was her segment. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, as we were saying before, you know, we came out and we're not going to go too in depth on how our parents reactions were to us coming out because I bet you guys are dying to know because we're both gay. We're yeah. two years apart and we are literally, well, with the exception of our, she's like four, our four-year-old sister. Yeah. We're the we have been the only two girls for a very long time. Very, very long time, my friend. But we're going to save um, our parents' um, reaction. We're going to um, save their acceptance to us or maybe not the acceptance to us. You guys will never know until never that know. episode. Yeah. For another episode and just jump right into mothering a gay. Mothering a gay. Let's go. All right. Well, um. <laughs> If you or someone you know is mothering a gay or is um have is, is speculations where I'm looking for yeah yes speculations that your child might be a part of the queer community mm-hmm. some questions you may be asking yourself is how can I help my LGBT child Facts. I feel like that is literally the most important question and not help them in a sense of how to get rid of their gayness gayness you know what i mean because that's bullshit you can't get rid of it you know what i'm saying there is no growing out of this now i could tell you this though some people just do it just just to fucking do it like there's a yeah there's a lot of people that go in there and i'm done with men i'm gonna be with i might as well be with a woman blah blah blah, etc and then it's just like because that that Back in our day, used to give people a bad. Remember, fuck. it gave our community a bad fucking rap. I mean, rep, rep, yeah, yeah, a bad rep. You know what I mean? Uh, and I, I despise people like that because now you're playing with yeah. our sexuality, and it's not something to fucking play yeah. with. We don't go and play with homos. I mean, heterosexuality. I'm not going to go over there and say, "Yeah, I'm going to be sh- straight with this nigga today." And no. No, yeah. no, 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 shaming myself and it's shaming my fucking community. Yeah. But anyways, long story short. I was going to mention um, somebody's name right now and I don't care if y'all drag me through the mud. I don't give a fuck. But it really grind my gear. I got my hand on my head like, girl, who? No, I'm just saying. Girl, you sent it to me. I think you did. I did. I think I did. But did. it really grind my gear how Kalani had made that video of um, like, you know, oh, I'm gay now. Oh, what she said? Oh, I'm lesbian now or something. Yeah. Like, it really grind my gear. Like, But just, I thought she was bisexual. Was she, was she not? I thought she was bisexual. First, I thought she was straight, and then she um, identified as bisexual, and then she had made uh, a video, I guess, um, in reaction and a cause and effect to uh, maybe a guy she was talking to, failing, and she had made that video like, oh, I'm lesbian now, or I'm gay now. Uh, Well, I mean... But we're not even going to talk too much about her, but that just goes into... That goes goes back into the revolving doors. You say how everybody's always just like, oh, you know, I'm gay, I'm gay, I'm gay, I'm gay. Yeah, so that's what you don't want to do to your child. If you really want to help your uh, LGBT plus um, child, you just want to first start off with how can I help them? Google is really uh, resourceful, so you can always go there, but we're going to drop some tips. Yeah, and even that, the fact that you're listening to our podcast right now, and if you are a parent of a LGBT person, or if you're a friend, you can definitely use all these tips and all this advice that we are giving in this episode to not only help your child, help mother, I mean, (laughs) help parent your LGBT child, but you can also use this advice to help strengthen or understand a friend in your friendship. But um, first, you want to educate yourself. It is very crucial that you educate yourself, and you don't not you don't even have to go through a freaking rabbit hole, or you don't have to fucking 
buy um, how to accept LGBT friends right. for dummies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was that. that one right there, like for dummies. Like, yeah. yeah, you don't even have to do all that. A simple just Google search. Yeah. So much information could pop up. But you definitely want to educate yourself because you don't want to come from a place of ignorance facts which ignorance is not a bad thing let's you know it, i mean a one yeah. one must be ignorant to learn something oh yeah for sure you know but, what i mean i sound smart <laughs> yeah. but you definitely just want to come from a place of understanding yeah or just at least trying to understand and not i feel like that just all stems from educating yourself yeah because what sometimes like when you're researching certain things and this goes on to our next part of it is basically talking to your lgb your or even if you're speculating that this per, that your child is in within our community um this moves more by basically talking to your child even if the information that you have been researching isn't quite all the way there mm -hmm. um you at least you can be able to start that conversation and then receive information from your child saying hey you know what ma you try but this is how it really is yeah. because and i and i bring these people up as an example all the time because they're like legitimate the she fucking you fucking love that family well, well they're the model for what we're talking about literally you know what i mean like they're in the public eye so basically as you all know you know what i'm saying gabrielle union and Dwayne way with their their daughter zaya way the first thing, huh? I say you fucking love. Parents. I do like because they're like they're setting the foundation on how parenting should be within our for our for our kids that's in our community. Mm -hmm. So if you start off with saying, "Okay, I see you, my child," right? Yeah. Let me do my part to try to understand you, and then come with other questions and et cetera to understand you from your perspective. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much what I think that they've done. And that's part of mothering and then slash fathering when father days come, um, a, a child within our community. For sure. Yeah. So once you get to start to educate yourself, then go ahead and talk to your child because your child, nine times out of 10, already know what the fuck they bees. You yeah. feel me? They already know, like, mom, I am gay or mom, I am asexual or mom i'm pansexual or i'm what's that one um just polyamorous sexual, okay. right because no no i'm yeah, saying I'm polyamorous because uh willow uh, was on red table talk with her mother yeah. and basically was explaining explaining to gammy and all them yeah. about the the polyamorous right yeah. and she already probably knew that that was something that she wanted to dive deep into but just talking to your child, you can gain so much information from them. And it could just be you and, and, and your child on a one-on-one, -on -one, um, you know, yeah, at the dinner table maybe one day or in their room or whatever the case may be. Like, yeah. Exactly. And while you're talking to your child, make sure that you express affection mm. to your child. Like, don't talk at your child. Talk with your child, have yeah. a conversation, converse over these topics, converse over the um, education that you discovered, education that you discovered, okay, the Columbus. knowledge <laughs> that you discovered, the knowledge that you researched yeah. um, within the LGBTQ. LGBT plus community, but just make sure that you show um, affection. And that can even just be as simple as looking at your child in the eyes. Mm -hmm breaking that distance you know what i mean Did like just touch me yeah no, just like <laughs> make sure you show just like some, some type, type of affection, affection yeah. you know what i mean and like, not affection to the point where you are crying for yourself yeah you know what i mean are feeling something with you yeah are feeling something for yourself show the affection that you took for your child not yourself because a lot of times 
you could be having this conversation with your child and you just thinking in the back of your head, like, why is my child gay? Where did I go wrong? What did I do wrong? Mm-hmm. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And now you're blaming yourself. And now the affection that you're feeling is affection for yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And not for your child. Yeah. And they can read that. You know, they understand that. So you want to make sure that what brings us to our next topic is supporting them. So your affection needs to support them. Not you. Yeah. Okay. That's what you got girls over tea time with, I guess. No, I don't, don't fucking go over girls over tea time. You don't need <laughs> to be. You need to the support that. No, you I'm need saying to seek, support for yourself okay. as in that's the time that you deal with yourself, okay, your issues yeah, yeah. with your girlfriends and stuff. Yeah. But the time that you have with your child and expressing all these emotions about yeah. show being support. gay is for them. Show, show that support. support. For sure. Yeah. And um, when you doing tea time with your girlfriends, make sure you advocate for your queer child. Facts, because our mom is big on that shit. At the end of the day, she's like, these are my children, okay? <laughs> and if you got a problem, you got a problem with me. We can see me outside, period. 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 And if anybody knows our mom, y'all already fucking know. Period. You know she will she see y'all outside. Catch, she, me, catch me outside, how she about that? She don't care, no problems. <laughs> Even with family members of our own. Yeah. You know and we've saying? had some incidents. Well, we've had, um, I just know for myself, I had an incident where my sexuality was topic the topic of, of discussion. discussion yeah. And... Our mom was like, no, that's what we're not about to do. Yeah, at the end of the day, it's my child. And if, you know what I'm saying, the only person that need to have a problem with it is Perry. You know what I'm saying? Or Janelle, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, that's my child. And my child is going to be supported, you know what I'm saying, by me regardless. You know what I mean? So that's that's really, really big. Because the world's not going to do that. The world ain't going to do shit but throw you a bone and tell you to find the meat. That was deep too. I want to fucking roll today. Okay, <laughs> y'all said I'm talking about catching fish. Y'all said finding meat. I must be hungry. All right. Well, <laughs> um, while we're catching feet and finding meat, let's um, go ahead and just mention the five tips that we have um, researched. We gained all this information through online research, yeah. through online advocacy websites, through um, just our own personal opinions and experiences, and just what. We, I'm not gonna say what we needed from our mom because she gave us everything and more that we needed in regards to our sexuality. Yeah. But um, I guess what we could just brainstorm, you know, if, yeah. if we were put in the other the opposite shoes. But um, while you are creating this conversation around around your child's sexual identity, make sure that you do not assume their sexual orientation. Mm, that's a big one. Because you're, you can, it, let's just say hypothetically, if you have a son and you're just like, oh, I, I think he's um, gay. Mm-hmm. I think he's gay. He might not be gay. He might just be demisexual. Yeah. And that is having an emotional bond. They don't have anything sexual unless they have an emotional connection. Mm-hmm. Or he might just be asexual. That's having little to no attraction towards sex. Little to no attraction towards others hmm. sexual attraction towards others sexual attraction there we go others. sexual so attraction i'm gonna say we kind of defined that earlier and no I but we, we fucking butchered it i hope we didn't fucking fuck that up I earlier think we did because i got i got asexual and demisexual completely completely different yeah. like i said i'm still learning so i like i said and my 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 growing up it literally was just lg and then it became lgb and then it became lgbt now y'all lost me and i'm sorry to say after the t Okay, yeah. so I'm still learning. We're still learning, really. So, but I knew that already. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, just make sure that you do not assume because when you assume, what you do? Make an ass out of yourself. <laughs> no, you make an ass out of you and me. You ain't making just 
No, you make an ass out of yourself. You assume it on yourself. You ain't gonna make an ass out of me because I'm not the one of my That's what they assume. say when you assume. Like when you assume, you make an ass out of you and me. No, fuck that. I ain't never heard that one. See, that's where it stops. Really? I, I stop at you make an ass out of yourself. Now, all this but music, it's because when you, when you assume. It's okay. Because, okay. When you assume you make an ass out of you and me because you're assuming something on me that isn't true. So you're making an ass out of me because it's just like, oh, I'm assuming. No, it's not your fault. fault. That's your fucking fault. It's you making an an ass like you are, I guess, like embarrassing me for no reason because you're assuming this on me. I guess that's that's kind of what it means. Like when you assume you're embarrassing you and me. Okay, well, I I must have lost the sauce. Okay, well, because I I just you make an ass out of yourself. I was so confident in that shit. Oh, I was so confident. I said, still team J now. Do not assume anything upon your child because the letters go off to infinity and, and beyond, beyond. <laughs> <laughs> toy story was my shit but moving right along all right so the, also another tip is basically do not talk about suspicious sex acts now what we mean by this is don't just be up in there talking about lesbian sex and gay sex we're not talking about licking vaginas only and rubber vaginas and butt to dingling play we're not talking about that. If you want to talk about sex, make sure that you're talking about it in a generalized state. That means all sex. Because basically, at the, at the end of the day, all that shit is the fucking same. Everybody out there trying to catch a nut. Now I'm just like... <laughs> Everybody trying to get put in their butt. Literally. Because straight men want it in their butt, too. I've heard that. Your favorite couple, he like it in his butt. Oh, well, you ain't know that. I mean, I've heard through the grapevine, girl, she went up fucking some talk show that with. he likes it in the butt. But guess what, though? At the but end okay. of the day, at the end of the day, that's they motherfucking business. No, and at the end of the day, it's so many muscles in the butt that um, it's nerves. I don't. Well, I mean nerves. Muscles. It's so it's many. Be gripping my finger, it's my so shit, many. And put the head like, like it's so many nerves in the butt. That creates a very pleasurable <laughs> sensation. That is why a lot of people like a little finger in the butt. Don't say a lot of people. Just say you. You ain't never. You ain't try. You can't knock it until you try it. Hey, I'm good. Y'all right. already know I don't like oh. to be touched. <laughs> Moving along. Do not talk about the specifics of sex acts. And yes. also be prepared to counter some misinformation. Exactly. That goes to the part where you could be Googling some shit. And you got that shit off of Wikipedia. And that nigga who wrote that shit at the time was mad because his wife left him <laughs> for a female. Okay. And he just was like, fuck it. I'm logging into my Wikipedia account. And I'm going to make some shit up. So I'm paying my donation and I'm about to make some shit up. Facts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just saying. Niggas do that shit though on, on, on life. Uh, but anyways, long story short is basically be. <laughs> Did you just quote that little cute little boy that's all over the internet? Facts. That's my homie. And he'd be, like, oh, he be having me rolling. Okay. Shout outs to him. Uh, All right. Yeah, shout outs to him. Go he ahead. got a whole t-shirt and um little sweater and everything. Okay. He funny as fuck. So, but, misencountering information. Yeah, yeah. Let's just focus. All right. Be prepared to counter some misinformation. Like I said, you could just be Googling some shit and shit pop up saying that lesbians like like all like rainbows and we all yeah. fucking don't because I don't. Okay. Yeah. You want to make sure that you're ready to hear the information that your child has and knows about themselves and knows about their particular sexuality and grasp onto that information like, okay, boom, I understand it. That's yeah. what it is, what it is. Definitely. Yeah. And also continue to educate yourself even after having said conversation with said child. <laughs> 
continue to educate yourself because I am literally about to be 30 and you are literally about to be 32. Thank you. Fuck. You just throwing me out on the bus, but <laughs> they know we two years apart. So I just I threw myself good. under the bus. But <laughs> um, yeah, having um, about to be 30 and literally having being gay majority of my, I ain't gonna say majority my whole life because mm. Uh, them sex them them experimental capades that we discussed mm-hmm. happened when I was like six or fucking seven. But anyways, I was um, young back in our days, yeah. And even now, it's just like the LGBT plus community have evolved into just so many more identities, so many more orientations, and I'm so educating myself. Facts. You know what I mean? And sometimes my ignorance may come off as hurtful, may come off as shit, maybe, excuse me. Insensitive. Insensitive. And sadly, sometimes maybe even like homophobic. I don't know if you catched our, our last episode. You guys better have catch our fucking last episode. Oh, about the gay but music? About the gay music. Yeah, yeah. It, to some, I might sound like a homophobic hypocrite. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's not that. It's just literally to this day, I'm educating myself Facts. on the LGBT plus community. And being more accepted of our community. Yeah, because yeah. there's discrimination everywhere. And I'm not saying that I'm discriminating on the gay community, but I am becoming more aware mm-hmm. of the other communities in, in our the community. queer community. Yeah, facts. Yes. And the last but not least, don't make the sex talk a one-time thing. Now, what this means is basically don't go in saying, okay, I gathered all the information I need and we're going to just go ahead and not talk about this ever again. No, because as your child continues to know more about themselves, um, more information is needed to support your child. Mm -hmm. So you want to continuously have these talks. Don't overbear them with the talks, though, because that shit can get annoying. But when you find the right space and the right time to have this conversation or maybe one day you guys are watching TV and something pops up, that's a, you know, okay, that's a conversation starter or One day he's or she is talking, you know, uh, about something that they heard or whatever. That's also a conversation starter. So just don't make it a one time thing to where, okay, I gathered all the information I needed. I'm done. And whatever you do with your life is what you do with your life. I love you. Bye. You know, not that you want to continuously have that conversation. So that way they can know you that they have continuous support. Exactly. At the end of the day. Exactly. And then even after you have that conversation, like she said, um, and they start to develop into a pansexual, a demisexual and Mm. the basis of your conversation, they were just lesbian. You know Mm. what I mean? But as they started to develop into this blossom asexual, don't ignore the signs of development are the mm-hmm. signs is of changing, of them changing. Don't ignore it. Don't think like, oh, yeah, we had that conversation one time. It's over. No, it's never over. Mm-hmm. Continue yeah. to have that conversation, to continue to advocate, continue to just be there for your child and do not ignore fucking nothing. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Beautifully said. Also, this uh, particularly goes to when the child is coming out. Or if they don't come out, just basically um, when they do come out, I'm sorry, when they mm-hmm. do come out, don't just say I knew it all along. That's or I been knew you were gay. Oh, you finally came out. Oh, that was I knew that when you was two type yeah. shit. Because at the end of the day, is it's a it's a process for everybody. Like we said, people come out in their 
30s and their 40s. Some people come out way later than that. And some people come out earlier. It's a process because at the end of the day, like Perry said, the world is not completely accepting of it. Yeah. Fuck, they're not even completely accepted that black people exist. So let alone the LGBT plus community. You know what I mean? So um, it's just a process that's going to take some time as your child continues to grow, grow up. But when they finally meet that point to say, mom, I am who I am, don't say you already knew. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure my mom already knew when I was gay. But at the, when I came out, it wasn't like... Well, she did say I already knew, but... She told mom, me the same thing. Yeah, my, just, my, my, me and my mom got a different relationship. Dynamics, the dynamics, yeah. Dynamics really much different. So we just knew, like, okay, well, good. Moving right along, you know. But that's another thing as well. Yeah. And um, this one's my favorite don't. Her personal favorite don't. This is my personal favorite don't because... Uh, I'm like, am I still hearing it today? No, I'm not. I feel like dad cut this shit off uh, probably like a couple of years ago. Yeah, he finally realized. But yeah, for the longest, um, I was always told, oh, it's just a phase. Yeah. It, but not from um, our mother, but from our dad. I was just always told, oh, it's just a phase. It's just a phase. It's just a phase. But don't, please do not tell your child um, that whatever it is that they're experiencing or experimenting is just a phase yeah. like finding yourself is never a phase yeah ever and that could be really hurtful yeah you, but you do have phaseable moments yeah you do have phaseable. you moments. do have phaseable moments to where i would say basically say for instance you go and you experiment and you find out that's not for you yeah but that's up to the person to say that was a phase yeah. not somebody else yeah as you're going through the process let the process in yeah. first and then say yeah that was a phase so i think a lot of times parents particularly say that when the the process is in the in the mm. middle or it's still going that is just a phase and for that person for that child they may be feeling well shit the fuck it's been 90 days it's been two years. Yeah. When is this phase going to end? Because you keep telling me it's a phase. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So now that puts extra stress on that person to say, okay, I can grow out of this. Yeah. You know what and I mean? And I feel like that's wh that's why early on, like I struggled with my sexuality and I like, I dated men. I, um, I went on dates and stuff like that mm -hmm. because a part of me was really just stuck on well maybe this is just a phase like mm -hmm. maybe it is maybe my lesbianism is just a phase but in actuality my heterosexualness was, was a just phase. a phase <laughs> like yeah. it was just a phase so three do's is basically do tell them that you believe them and do tell them that you love them do ask what kind of support they need because obviously everybody needs some support, whether it's being gay or being straight. And do commit to being an ally. As a parent, you always want to be on your child's best side. Whether they're right or wrong, let the world beat them up because it is. You are there to catch them, to wipe their tears, to put a, uh, let them have their head on your shoulders. You are not there to put bullets into their life, right? Yeah, the world, yeah, no, no sorrow. The world is going to do that already. Though you can teach your child how to be strong by giving, you know, examples or whatever, or doing certain things, blah, blah. blah. But you also want to make sure that you do it with the purpose. And that's basically teaching them something that they can learn from and then also supporting them at the same time. For sure. Yeah. That was that. beautifully said. I'm on a motherfucking roll, Jay Nell. Team Jay Nell, y'all feel me? Y'all feel me? Y'all feel me? Y'all feel me? Ayy. Team Perry. See? The P? That look like Pussy Valley. Team Perry. <laughs> I can't wait Where your Jay at? Now this is... I think this is J in sign language. I okay, well, this is in J sign language. 
Okay, cool. Team Perry. Um, now. Is it even like I or something? No, that's. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, we ain't going to get on those letters of the alphabets. We're going to stay on these. <laughs> um, Yeah. Well, I guess that kind of like wraps up just this episode, like really? this episode yeah. but we really wanted to do this episode as we really wanted to do all the other ones just <laughs> to educate you guys and ourselves on these very important topics because the sad reality of it is <laughs> that's it no, it's, it's I, a fuck it, situation just, when you don't do it this way it's, it's not only a a, a, a fuck situation Towards the queer child, but it's a fuck situation towards that parent. And that relationship like, that child Can I even fucking call them a parent to that donor? It's a fuck relationship to that donor. Because you disown you disown something that you literally took part in and creating mm-hmm. because they want to live their life in complete sanity and peace and just truth. And gayness. And truth and gayness. And mm-hmm. you it's people that literally disown their children. their children. I was listening to a podcast. Let me just like scare a little bit, but I was listening to Wait, a podcast. Okay. Um, and I, it is called help, help raising other people's kids mm. by Charles Brown. I'm not sure, but I'm going to insert that shit somewhere. And it's just basically a podcast about um, helping raising other people, kids mm. uh, through LGBT, through whatever the case is. And there was this uh, advocate on um, being interviewed and she was more so speaking in the, about the Indianapolis community mm-hmm. and that is the number one highest ranking of homeless LGBT youth. Oh wow! In the nation, very conservative place. That's probably why. Exactly. That's probably that why it's very, very conservative. It's literally like the Alabama. number fucking one, and yeah. it was just it was it's just sad to just. Okay, that's a whole nother episode. She gonna get emotional. I'm gonna get fucking emotional. But it's just, all this to say, it is it is very important that you support your LGBT child. Yeah. It is very important that you install in every fucking thing that we just mentioned is into your relationship with the child because you are mainly doing yourself a dishonor from not having Facts. that relationship with that child. Facts, because there's a lot. There's a lot that you can learn from your child, period point blank period and that relationship you just miss out on that opportunity in that relationship and they always want to talk about well you can't get well uh, you don't want to you marriage and children hey we we can do that you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying and that's i think that's one of the main reasons oh and it wasn't indianapolis it was indiana sorry oh, indiana it was indiana okay still yeah. conservative still conservative it was indiana still yeah. conservative as fuck. but at the end of the day you just don't want to miss out on that relationship you know yeah. what i mean like it's it's important that even if you don't like the the act Love your child. Yeah. See, see your child beyond the act in which they're doing, especially because they're not doing any harm to others. They're really not doing no harm to themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? They out here murdering people. You got people. You got people that are parents of murderers that still go ten thousand miles for their fucking that are child. Putting money on their child. That put exactly still supporting their child even though they didn't diss bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Kill some people, rape some people, whatever it is. You could just name the most heinous crime ever. And I'm pretty sure there's a 
person out there that still supports their child to this fucking day. So the fact that they're not doing anything to harm themselves, mm-hmm. the fact that they're not doing anything to harm others, the fact that it is a lifestyle and not a phase, you should just yeah. chuck it up. Exactly. You feel me? And they got enough, uh, they got enough uh, enemies out there in the world and they don't need another one. Exactly. Period. And um, that brings us to uh, Dr. Ryan. Dr. Ryan is a clinical social worker. Mm. And she also, she's a woman. She also did a study that showed that families accepting, she also did a study about families accepting or rejecting their LGBT child oh, and wow. the behavior that um, stems from the uh, rejecting yeah well well, the acceptance are the rejecting but we're just going to go ahead and touch bases on the rejecting of the parent rejecting the lgbt child and this the study showed that it significantly literally she used the word significantly impacts their health and well-being oh facts because i think what happens is like you talk about the homeless people Mm -hmm. i think what happens is they turn to a self-soothing thing right mm-hmm. a lot of them go and they are they be homeless right first of all they go and they be homeless mm-hmm. right um which leads them to do drugs mm-hmm. which leads them to do prostitution but in it sometimes it's not even that's the willingly sometimes yeah. it is literally against their will they these i'm talking about kids are on the street that's what i'm saying just like because of their lt yeah. their sexuality at age 14 just and then someone the some fucking adult um that's fucking messed up in the head they prey on this on this 14 year old and then they force them into sex trafficking they mm-hmm. shoot them up with drugs they, the the situation is just way worse but on that podcast that i was mentioning earlier um they had mentioned that the sad reality of a queer becoming homeless because their family not accepting them mm-hmm. versus a queer staying in the household of mm-hmm. that rejection mm. is way worse. Hey, did you hear a negative shit all day Not long? even hearing negative shit, but it was like... It was like beating them up and stuff? Beating them up, depriving them of food, mm. like clothes, like shelter and everything that the child kind of just wished they were homeless, mm. but... You know, making that leap is a, is a very it's, it's tough, scary. It's scary. It's scary. Yeah, but you could be in the same position. Yeah, and it's just, just so. And it's, just, it's just so yeah. sad. And um, if you are a a youth or even an adult um that is watching our podcast, or if you know someone out there that is in the situation of homelessness because of their sexuality or whatever the case is, my heart deeply goes out to you mm-hmm. like my heart deeply goes out to you and i'm sending you guys prayers and positive energy and just whatever it is that i can send within the universe but i'm um, back to dr ryan's study she said that i mean she's her studies findings said that eight times that the rejection stemming from the parents mm-hmm. on their queer child eight times they're more likely to report having attempted suicide mm. so they're eight times more likely to attempt to, suicide yeah, yeah. it's one of those moments where my mother doesn't love yeah. me I just kill myself type moments and yeah. then they're six six times more likely to report having high levels of depression yeah and then they're three times more likely to use drugs or to partake in unprotected sex i can see that i can see that happening more often than not yeah. it's just because you know what love is a, is a huge factor and if you don't have it yeah you're gonna, you're gonna try to find it somewhere from, else from everywhere and it could be found in drugs it could be found in niggas that's gonna use you and you think is love 
it is it's a sticky situation. Yeah. So at the end of the day, if you're a parent out there struggling to accept your child, go ahead and just seek help. Seek help. Seek help for yourself. Seek prayer. And at the end of the day, like just remove your fucking self from the situation. Like remove yourself. What do you mean remove yourself? Meaning your your feelings oh, yeah, okay, towards yeah. it, your anger towards it, whatever it is mm-hmm. that you got going on in your personal fucking life mm-hmm. and all this other shit. Remove that shit off off of you. And offer your child because all it is is a reflection of yourself onto your child. Period. And see your child for who he or she is mm-hmm. or them or they is. We got pronouns now. So them or they. Period. You know what I mean? So see them for them and just move forward in life like that. Yeah. Yeah. Period. And then they too, they have a lot of programs and I'm going to go ahead and list them in the drop down description box below. But they are a lot of programs that specialize in mediating and uh being like a creating a safe space Mm. to for the parent to understand the queer child and for the queer child to express themselves to the parent and if you are a parent and you're having a hard time or even if you're a friend and you're having a hard time understanding your child's queerness Mm -hmm. seek help yeah. So I hope this was very helpful and very informative. If you have any questions, concerns, or comments, please DM us. If you are a LGBT youth or an LGBT adult and you just need to vent, go ahead and hit us up because that's what this podcast is, is all about. Is yeah. not only educating ourselves and y'all, but also supporting ourselves and, and y'all. y'all. Right? think so well if you missed anything let us know (laughs) that concludes this episode of too pretty to be gay the fucking podcast we were your hosts i'm perry and i'm janelle make sure you like subscribe comment and share Bye. bye gang gang